Good morning. So guess who forgot her headset? So we're gonna try this with me just speaking. <laughs> Hope and, and kind of leaning forward if you could see me in the car, leaning toward the phone, not holding it, don't worry. But hopefully the audio is okay. And if it's a, if I sound a little further away today, now you know why. So of course, this is Drive Time Thrive Time. We are out on the road of life after divorce. I am Erin Breeze and I'm so happy to be here with you on a very truly sunny day. It's blue skies and crisp California fall air. <laughs> as crisp as you could get in October in California. Uh, but it is, it's a really bright morning and, um, and I'm happy to connect with you and hope that your day, wherever you are and at whatever time it is, that you are also in a space that feels bright and what I want to talk about today is related to our journey when it comes to relationships. We haven't talked about relationships in a little while. And one of the things that's really on my mind is this, this awareness of the three processes that, that I believe we, we always want to be holding um, in our awareness when it comes to our closest relationships. And for me, this, I, you know, we, we live in such a culture of couplehood, which I hope begins to change because I see a lot of detriment around it because we, because we have a culture that says couple, it's like a better than there's value judgments, right? Like it's preferred to be in couple. We give a lot of status, um, to being in a couple and a lot of questioning, right? And this goes way back, right? We can think of examples. We see it in our, you know, historical dramas of like the judgments around women who are single, um, beyond, you know, and certainly the judgments of single childless women, right? Like we have a lot of unpacking to do when it comes to how we think of women, especially who are uncoupled. Um, and there's a lot of icky stuff, right? That has to do with controlling women's bodies and fertility and sexuality and possessing the thing, you know, like from an ownership perspective, um, which is why we need them you know, coupled up, married off, right? So that we can understand in society, like their place, they can understand their place. Everybody else can understand their place. And when women are not coupled, we don't like there's it alerts. It's like sound the alarms. right? And so, so there's that aspect. And then I also see like, there's so much around that we've conditioned to, for our young people, right? That says that coupling up is important and it's, it's important to, sh to be chosen, to have a significant other because it like elevates your sense of self worth, right? And that of course is troubling in so many ways that we need to be in order to feel comfortable out in the world that we would need to be able to show that some other person has picked us as their special, their significant other, right? <laughs> so problematic. So there's a lot that we want to be really conscious of when it comes to couplehood. But what I want to talk about is like bigger than that. It's that we have this in incredible opportunity in our relationships, our intimate relationships. And that includes friendships, right? Our, I'm talking about our closest, the people that we let in 
to be the closest. And isn't it interesting how sometimes we feel closer to certain friends than we do intimate partners, um, even inside long-term relationships or marriages because the, of the breakdown of that particular relationship, right? So I want us to also be really honest with ourselves that like the coupling and it's, you know, sexual intimacy, physical intimacy, like none of those things are necessarily going hand in hand with like authentic, deep connection, right? We aspire to have them all line up, but they really don't for a lot of people for most of their lives, sometimes all of their lives. Yes, they have a a long-term relationship if they were gonna check that box on the forms we have to fill out all the time at the doctor or wherever of your status, right? Married, single, whatever. But it doesn't say anything about the quality of the relationship, about the quality of the connection, about the the depth of the connection. And I wanna really, invite us to be looking at the value that all of our relationships like offer us from that perspective. (laughs) Let's not get lost in this need to label things, right? And let's actually really call ourselves out on any of those impulses that lead us to wanting in a way of being rescued or being chosen or getting more validation of our value, our worth right by having somebody else in our lives that would that would match this I have a partner I have a couple I'm in a couple um spot you know because that we want that to be like icing on the cake but the cake needs to first be baked (laughs) and that cake needs some very specific ingredients that I see a lot of relationships missing Okay, so I didn't even realize we we're going to be talking about baking cake, but here we are. We're going to talk about that. And, and then we're going to get into these three, um, the three things that I want you to hold. If you would like, it's always an invitation with me, but three things that I'd love for you to hold in your awareness as you're navigating whatever closer relationship you are in right now. And that could be with yourself. (laughs) That could be with a person that is also a romantic partner, or that could be a friendship that you're deepening. So, or relationship with a family member, right? Like this is about growing in our depth of connection and intimacy with another human for our own evolution and growth. So any of our relationships are up for discussion, okay? And our all of our relationships, I would say, are equally valid and important because they bring us, like whatever's here in your life right now, I promise you, is the one that has the, the opportunity for you, the potential for you to deepen something, to release something, to heal something, to grow, right? So let's embrace whatever the one is, right? And not like... And what I mean by that is sometimes we're so focused on dating again or finding a relationship or aware that we're not in one. And meanwhile, like we're missing opportunities to actually have the most beautiful unfolding of a deeper friendship. Or it might be the, the time to repair a family bond or relationship. And, and everything in our lives is like lining up to give ourselves space to place attention on that other relationship. But yet we're like not doing it because we're focused over here on something that we don't have. Does that make sense? So whatever the thing is, honor that that's what's here for you and choose it. Like choose to make that this place where you're going to find joy and beauty and authentic connection. 
and value that. That's what's life is giving you an opportunity to have clarity around right now and allow that to be exactly correct. Allow that to belong. Allow that to be what is for you in a beautiful way, not in a, it should be other way. Oh my gosh. I just looked up. The ocean is, it's so picturesque. Wish I could, I wish I could show you all what I'm looking at. There's beautiful sailboats off on the horizon. There's incredible, of course, we've got our palm trees. I'm looking at, oh, just such a beautiful, right now I'm on the PCH headed up from back home. So this, if you know this area in between um, El Segundo and coming up to Playa Vista, and then I'll cut in um, to get back to Marina Del Rey, the part of LA I live in. But oh, it's so beautiful. The water is so bright with like that glistening sunshine on the surface and then the white sailboats so beautiful so beautiful okay back to our topic <laughs> i had to have a beautiful ocean moment because um it just it's something that i don't think the awe of the ocean will ever be lost on me it won't and i um i'm grateful for it every time i see so Okay, the, we're talking about looking at our own, what's here for us in terms of our own relationships. And they, we're baking a cake, right? Let's not forget we're baking a cake. In my view, all of our most important intimate relationships require a level of, of course, honesty and trust and authenticity. And sometimes we have an artificial sense, like a superficial level because we have it as long as we are not naming our needs. <laughs> yes, we have lots of honesty as long as I'm not like fully honest about what I need or as long as I don't make certain requests that I worry might threaten the relationship <laughs> or maybe maybe help me discover that the person I'm in a relationship with like that we don't have the same values or don't actually want the same thing right like sometimes we have this level of openness of transparency of honesty but like if we're really honest with ourselves it's only so deep because we're not revealing some big pieces <laughs> if that makes sense um and this can be true of friendship you know um I have had some really close um, friendships with with just with other women in my life that I counted among my most important relationships for a while, and then something happened where we got clear that either on a values level or a way that what we're looking for in our friendship just was not a match, and it's really painful and also important that okay, like we make space in our lives that relationships are evolving and that sometimes we need to let go of people and maybe in the future, you know, we'll, we'll come back in and be aligned, but it's okay if we realize like, mm, we're not aligned right now. Um, and we can hold each other with such compassion and love and support and not that sometimes the way that that looks is like not being as actively in day-to-day, -day, um, you know, connection with people. So we want to get really clear. I want you to get really clear. Like what are the things that really mean for you safety to be who you are, to express what's on your mind and heart, like to show up without 
any self-censoring or any limiting, you know, like holding yourself back, like being all of who you are. What are those ingredients, right? Because then like the icing is anything people can see on the outside and maybe that feel does feel good to, you know, I get it. Like they're on the human level, like to be out in public and to be with a person, like there's like a, it feels good, but we want to notice that like, that's like not what it's really about. It's really about that you are in a relationship that when you're by yourself just feels so like a level of nurturing and nourishing and fulfillment, right? A place where you flourish, flourish. Like, do you feel that you are flourishing? Our friendships and connections, like we want, like we are here to flourish. So our relationships, I believe, are one of the most important, like, canvases right to allow ourselves to flourish so if your relationship doesn't really feel flourishing that's a big something to look at right like something is missing in your cake so don't be focused on the fancy icing right all the piping harper was piping the other day to make um making her cupcakes i forget what you call those little metal things that go on the end of the um like you put it inside the plastic bag if you're doing icing. What is that called? Doesn't matter. But I couldn't, I still can't remember. Whatever that's called. She was rooting around. We were finding them for her so she could ice these cute little cupcakes. They were really, they're still tasty. Um, we still have some. She couldn't even cut out the cake in the middle to put like raspberries. She made homemade raspberry from fresh raspberries puree to put in them and then made homemade um, cream cheese icing, right? So, we want to, before we get to that delicious icing on the top, it's like, what is the puree inside the cupcake, right? Is that you have to get clear on what your puree wants to have in it. Because from the outside, it just looks like a pretty, you know, cupcake with what this like cream cheese icing. Nobody knows what's in there but you. And only you know if the quality of that is a match truly for your heart, for your soul, for what you're here to experience. And remembering that our most, these, the closest, when you think about it, there's like 10 people you feel super close to, like super close to. Count them up. There's not, you, like we only have space and time to really nurture in a day-to-day -day way, like 10 people. Count them up, those people. I'll be surprised if it's much more than 10, that you feel like you get to be all of who you are, that you could call, that they would be there for you, that you can say anything, that you're not judged, that you're supported, that you're safe, right? Like, these are those relationships. This is what life is about, having these relationships and being in evolution with those people. So we want to be really honest. Like, if, if people, if it's more of the, like, icing on the cake but not the puree in the middle then we're ready to like make a change in that relationship, okay? So in any of the relationships, what I said at the beginning was like, there's three things that I would love to invite you to really hold your in your conscious awareness. One is what's happening for you, okay? Your process, and this is especially true if you are feeling activated or feeling like, like, like having a moment of like not getting a need met in a relationship, Maybe there's a communication issue in the relationship or some conflict in the relationship. One of the things to keep looking at and taking time to look at is what is yours in this? What is on you? And I mean that in the best way. What is on you? What's activated? Like, what is your trigger? What is the thing that's coming up for you? What is the story that you are telling yourself about the situation? 
because part of this is always what is ours that we can take responsibility for. So what is on you? What is on them? Okay, I don't want you taking responsibility for what's not yours. And I think sometimes we find ourselves in a little bit of a dilemma with this because we are working so hard, especially if we've come through divorce or the end of a relationship we, we want to own it, right? I know if you're listening to me, you're somebody who is thoughtful and reflective and really on a path of self-awareness and awakening and consciousness, right? So, but I don't want you to overdo that. <laughs> like create, it's okay for the other person to feel the impact of if they're not doing their work, what that means, which could mean that you're like, I'm not interested in being in this right now. This isn't meeting my needs, right? So, because sometimes I, I see, and I can relate to this in my own life, like we're so wanting to make sure we're doing all of our work that we, we kind of make it all about us in a way of, in a way of seeking to be our best self and to like own our stuff. Yes, all of it. And also it's always a two person thing. So part of our responsibility, and I feel like as we step into our wisest self, our like our highest self, our most powerful self as women, as we step into this level of, of really into the queen energy, right? Like we don't do other people's work for them. We let them go do their own work in, and we stay in that space, even if that means that they need to go off and do their own work and come back. We will hold space. We are powerful enough to hold the invitation of here's my healthy boundary. Here's the invitation that you can go off and evaluate if you can meet that but if you can't or don't want to or aren't interested that's not on us right like we get to stay in this place of of authority of who we are and the value that we have and our self-worth and confidence in who we are and if somebody else like we're it's we're not our job is not to make ourselves comfortable for them at all times that actually interferes with sometimes the very pressure in a good way pressure that they need to like to be fully themselves right because if we're sweeping in swooping in what and this is true in any relationship friendship family member we can't be enabling right and sometimes that can become a little bit blurry so I want you to notice if when you're reflecting in your journal and the relationship that you're that's coming to mind right now yes make a list of all the things that are yours that are surfacing, that you're working on, that you're healing, that you're releasing. But also, I trust, like, trust yourself. I trust you. You can see the thing that they're doing that actually is counter, it's not constructive. It's not healthy for their, their relationship. Maybe it's a way that they're communicating or, or a way that they're not communicating, right? It's, it's whatever it is. Like, you get, to, you get to powerfully say, this needs to be addressed if we want the relationship to grow. And we do that not from a place of blame, shame, any of that. It's powerful and important to say like, hey, this needs attention because I can't be my fullest self if we don't place attention on it. And if, like, we gotta look at it when we want to. People want to be, they, they want us to do that for them. I know I certainly do. I want my close friends to say, hey, I didn't like this isn't working for me this needs a, we need to address this right and there's so many ways that we can have those conversations those brave conversations in a way that isn't about blaming it's about being honest and having boundaries and making requests and also being able to say like here's 
here, like, here's where I am and what I want to be co-creating. Is that a match? And if it's not a match, bless and release, right? Like, bless and release. So that's the second piece. And then the third piece, so it's what's yours, what's theirs. And then the third part is what's ours, okay? So, like, this is really important. Any relationship has this feedback loop, right? It is interactive. Relationships are not two separate monologues, right? Like they, the whole point is the interaction. So then we want to look at like, okay, well, what is ours together? And it could be that you haven't even gotten clear yet on the hours part. Are we in an hours thing? Are we co-creating? What are we co-creating? Did we, have we gotten clear? And, you know, I think especially in like dating relationships, we think of that first, you know, right away. Like, what is the end goal here? Is it, are we dating? Are we wanting to become, are we looking for a relationship? In a, and what is that? What is it? We have to get some parameters. Otherwise, nobody knows, like, nobody knows. Where, we're, where are we driving? Are we on a little, we can get away? Are we on a road trip, right? <laughs> like, what, who's... GPS system is on are we even using one right we gotta know because we have very different conditions in like terms of engagement if this is like based on if this is a weekend getaway or if this is to use this this driving metaphor which you know I love being as I am driving but we need to get clear about that and sometimes there's a lot of pain and unnecessary suffering because we just haven't gotten clear and one person is in one place and another person is another place. And this can be true in friendships too, that somebody is seeking a much more connected level of friendship. And another person is like, I don't have that available right now. But because we didn't get clear about that, what's available, somebody's feelings are getting hurt or somebody's feeling unappreciated, unloved, unvalued, whatever. So if we're feeling any of that, we want to really look and say like, oh, what is ours together? Like what, have I even had that conversation so that I understand what those conditions are um, and and what I'm asking for, what we're expecting of each other, right? Because those conversations are so beautiful and important and clarifying and above all we we all do better when we have a we have some clarity so that's what I wish for you is clarity on what it is that you want to experience in those most important relationships clarity on where you would like them to go like being honest with yourself about how you want them to evolve um clarity on what that yummy raspberry puree is in your cake or cupcake right what are those ingredients that you need and if you're feeling off about a relationship something in those ingredients uh is not you're not feeling it it's not it's not there so you want to look for yourself like what is it that i need more of in order to feel that it is solid that the recipe is baked before we're like focusing on pretty icing all right and um and again trusting yourself like this is this is what life is all about is these relationships and trusting that whatever relationship you're working on and by work I mean in the best way that you're like really in committing your time and attention and energy and appreciation in this is beautiful and keep trusting that the needs that you have the wants that you have the vision that you have that that is a beautiful gift 
And the invitation that you're making to somebody in your life to be sharing in that is so beautiful. And if they're not in that same space to either receive the, the invitation or take part in it, it's not on you. It's not about taking it personally. It's just about getting clarity so you can go, like, know that, okay, like, they're, they're RSVPing as a maybe or as a no thank you right now. That's it. You've invited them. They're RSVPing maybe or they're RSVPing not right now, or maybe not ever, and you get to then receive that, process it, and move on, right? But what creates a lot of unnecessary pain is when we stay in a space that's not clear, like we haven't clarified the invitation that we're actually have sent <laughs> for ourselves, um, we haven't asked for a response, um, and so we're in this like weird half-baked, you know, to use my cupcake metaphor. We haven't we haven't put the puree in or we maybe haven't even baked the batter. So we want to look at all of that. All right. I am almost home on this bright and shiny day. I am sending you as always so much love and so much sunshine and I cannot wait to talk to you soon. Have a beautiful day. Bye.